You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Recorded in Chicago, Illinois, with your hosts, Ken, Matt, Neil, and Jeff, this is Triviality. The cream of the crop! Hello and welcome to Triviality, the game where a lack of seriousness meets a little bit of knowledge. My name is Matt and I will be hosting today. Uh, Joining me in the studio, as always, is Ken, Neil, and Jeff. How are you guys doing today? I'm doing great. Ah, Donkashang. We got Mm. a great one for you guys today. Oh, yes. Very special episode. Uh, Jeff, not feeling so well today. How are you doing, Jeff? I don't think Neil or I are feeling particularly well, but... No, uh, we just came off a very... a very brutal loss, um, but uh, we're in good spirits. We brought our friend over from the east end of London to join us today in the studio. Uh, <laughs> here we go. His, his name, uh, his name is uh, Jimmy Bowes. Uh, you think he's saying balls, but it's B O W E S. How are you doing today, Jimmy? Oh, I'm doing pretty good, yeah, Jimmy Bowes. Yeah. This is this is this is replacing the Dutch boy because this character is much worse. <laughs> I'm not, no, this character is no good. Well, uh, Jeff is uh, going to be playing a flu game today because he's, he's just a little under the weather. I don't think he's actually got, got the flu, but we're going to call it the flu game. Okay. Yeah, so Jeff and Ken will be competing as a team. Neil will also be here for some reason. I'm going to be playing as Jimmy Bowes, <laughs> the whole game in accent. I'm going to see if I can stay committed, so I'm going to be Jimmy Bowes the Please whole game. Please don't. Yeah. Oh, it's going to happen. Our team name is going to be Flu Game. Tell us about our other team, though. That's why I'm excited today. Yeah, so joining us today uh, via Skype is uh, United States champion Peter Wen. How are you doing, Peter? I am doing well. How are you guys tonight? Awesome. So this is your first appearance on the show, and we do want to thank you so much for being a Patreon subscriber. We do appreciate everyone that subscribes. And yeah, his name's been uh, said a ton of times on the show because yeah. yes. he's one of our most prolific question senders, and we mm-hmm. certainly appreciate that too. Yeah, this is actually my first time uh, attending any kind of trivia or being a guest on any kind of trivia podcast. So I'm a little nervous about it, oh, well. and I'm just kind of wondering... Just how dumb I'm going to get no. during this episode? No, 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 no. I'm no, sure no, you'll no. do fine. And you're actually going to be pairing up with a, a bit of a, a trivia veteran here. A uh, wunderkind. Uh, somebody you might have heard on the show maybe a couple of times, or you might have seen him if you watched uh, Bloodsport, which I think at least 50 people did based on our YouTube views. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> joining us, uh, Cruiserweight champion Ryan Clefcorn Myers. How you doing, Ryan? I am doing well. How are you, folks? <laughs> Welcome okay. back. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Long so, time, first time. Is that how this works? Or? I was to say the man who needs no introduction. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so, so both of you uh, wanted to play together as a team. So, uh, do you have you played together before or no? No, it's just that uh, I I 
when you guys reached out to ask me to be on the show, I was like, well, who can I ask to make this way more comfortable for me? And <laughs> kind of Ryan just kind of popped into my head. So okay. I was like, I would like to see if Ryan would be able to do it. Um, my second option was going to be Dutch Boy, but I didn't know if that would be, <laughs> be available today. He's yeah. busy being on paint cans or whatever the hell Dutch <laughs> yeah, Boy is. He's painting museums. Um, well, uh, you picked a good uh, teammate there in Ryan, and uh, we had a long uh, contract negotiation with Ryan. We made sure we filled everything on his rider that he asked for, but he's here. I, I, I'm really picky. I don't like brown M&Ms because oh, brown's does. not a color in the rainbow. And uh, my bowl sitting next to me has remarkably few brown ones. In fact, yeah. none. Yeah, we faxed those over to you. Got them as soon as possible. <laughs> <laughs> That's so kind of you. It did jam my fax machine though. For the record, just a little bit. So, so our team name is going to be Flu Game. Are you guys uh, comfortable with being first time, long time? <laughs> That's not bad. If, unless you want to do that, or you want to do something else. We love you first time. <laughs> That works. Yes. <laughs> that's that's it. That's so good. Well, you can not... imagine my shock the first time I saw Full Metal Jacket and I'm like, "Oh, that's what that's from." <laughs> <laughs> well, yes. So now that we got the team names out of the way, why don't we send it to the rules guy? Rules guy, take it away. The rules of the game are simple. 20 questions split into two rounds worth 10 points apiece. At halftime, there'll be a special swing round designed by this week's host. After regulation, players will enter the final round with the points that they've accumulated and will have a chance to wager 0 to 30 points on five categorized questions. At the end of the game, someone will be named the cream of the crop. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Oh, that was great, wasn't it, Ken? Yeah. Okay. Uh, It's over. It's over. (laughs) Fair enough. Ken's done it as long as he could. Yeah. Well, that's good. So I guess now we are ready to play the game. You guys ready? Yes, please. Uh, I'd like to be acknowledged that uh, I'm playing Quick Draw as Jimmy Bowes, but that's my team name. I will occasionally acknowledge your presence. (laughs) So now we will begin with question one. This comedic band allegedly takes their name from a Marv Albert phrase. The band in question isn't yes, however, they are not very funny. Um, Marv Albert, that's uh, sports, yep. sports guy. Yeah. What do you know? Any catchphrases? Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say boom goes the dynamite. Okay. I have no no idea here. Do you know this one, Neil? I have a guess. I gotta so, give this over to Peter. Peter genius on this one maybe only comedic bands like i mean i was just going off of the comedic band route now i'm thinking like lonely island and um <clears throat> flight of the concords and then kind of wound up with tenacious d and uh ryan kind of agrees with that one so we're gonna Marv Albert's a basketball commentator and that makes sense it certainly does uh we just went with boom goes the dynamite <laughs> all right Quick draw. Do you have anything? I went with Tenacious D. <laughs> uh, yes, he was noting a player's tenacious defense called Tenacious D. The answer is Tenacious D. Mr. Wow. Mr. Nervous over here. <laughs> right. Well, once you get the first one out of the way, it starts rolling. Uh, moving on to question two. In a game of chess, what is the name of the only maneuver you can do that involves moving two pieces in a single turn? We're locked in. Yep. How's okay. we? Okay, you guys can talk because I have no idea. So I'm just going to lock in with uh, no idea. <laughs> this one would be perfect in your accent. <laughs> it would. Uh, if you clear out the knight and the bishop between the king and the rook, uh, 
but have not yet moved the Rick or the King, you can do a move called Castling. Mm-hmm. Or if you're Neil, a castle. <laughs> well, yeah, we also. Would you call me? <laughs> we also locked in with castling. Yes, the answer is castling. Now, is that uh, something you do at a video store when you really like Vincent Castle and you replace mm-hmm. one row of movies with all Vincent Castle or movies? Or you just rent all the Punisher movies? Yes. Yeah. Or every season of Castle on DVD. <laughs> There's a lot oh, of them. God. Or you go have White Castle after a very long yeah, night. There you <laughs> go. There's a lot of them here. <laughs> all right. Moving on to question three. In 1973, this rule change in baseball paved the way for the Travis Hafners and Chili Davises to have long, successful careers. What was it? I don't know if it's a rule, but they used to have like pitchers just pitch like crazy. What about the infield fly rule? I don't know how that would make a career longer. There's no rule about how long the pitcher can pitch. It's just... Well, I know they do pitch counts. I mean, they don't... They, they rotate starting pitchers. I don't know if there is a... Yeah, but you don't have to. You, Your starting pitcher can pitch the whole game. I watched it happen live. <laughs> no, I know, I know you can, but so I don't, I don't know if they can pitch a subsequent game. Maybe I don't know. Let's go with the infield fly rule. Okay. This is your flu talking. This this one was all Ryan because it's sports and this is like my worst category. <laughs> I was just thinking of what rule changes we could have. We didn't think it was like an age limit thing because it seemed kind of unfair. Um, we thought like salary cap, but that's not really a rule. And then I thought of the designated hitter rule, which basically allows good hitters to get fat and not play on the field and thereby extend their career. So we locked it with the DH. All right. So, uh, after a lot of discussion between me and Jeff, we talked about, uh, pitchers a lot. Um, but we decided that, uh, you can pretty much pitch a pitcher as much as you want. It's just not wise. Uh, but we went with the infield fly rule. Don't know how that works, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, uh, I just uh, I figured uh, Chili Davis uh, DH designated hitter, so I went designated hitter. Mm-hmm. Chili Davis is a famous DH. So the answer is the implementation of the DH rule. Yeah, I forgot seventy three was the year for that. <laughs> that would have been helpful. Chili Davis was famous for his uh, hot dogs, right? <laughs> yes, I think he was famous for his. I want more baby back, baby back, baby back, baby. Sorry, Tim was in the office. <laughs> None of that's true. Hey, let's move on to question four. Question four. I think I think everyone will get this one. This actor was front and center in Fatboy Slim's Weapon of Choice music video. His weapon was, of course, more cowbell. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be in with Chris Walken. Okay. Dancing on the walls and ceiling, Christopher Walken for us, too. He was also pretty good at Russian roulette, if I, uh, if I recall correctly. <laughs> Mow! Um, <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. Christopher Walken. Yes, <laughs> the answer is Christopher Walken. Three you're bullets. Not, Three bullets. You're not doing the watch gag? I, no, I was going to do a Chris Walken impression, but I, it was just too easy of a thing for me to go for, and I just decided not Can to. Can we do Chris Walken as Jimmy Balls? <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, bruv. Uh, <laughs> a quid. Sparrow quid, bruv. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Neil, I love you. That sounds more like Kevin Thank Spacey you. as Chris Walken <laughs> as Jimmy Bowles. Behind us, t- we don't talk about Kevin Spacey anymore. Yeah. Question five. <laughs> Being scrubbed from all media. Question five was a listener submitted from Christopher Plummer, I heard. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Question five. Uh, this is both a famous pop culture blog and a villain portrayed by Michael Keaton. And I will I mute you guys. I think we are locked in. We're locked in. I got it. I can I can do this one, Peter. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Oh, you guys are... Yeah. So, in uh, 
Spider-Man Homecoming, Michael Keaton plays a villain named Vulture. And I know Vulture is a uh, popular uh, pop culture uh, website. So Vulture is what I'm locking in with. Yeah, we locked in with the Vulture as well. Yep, a lot of clickbait there. I went with Vulture. The answer is Vulture. So through five, some high scores so far. Um, yeah. Where are people at, Neil? Uh, looks like uh, Team uh, Me Love You First Time uh, betting perfectly. So they have uh, five for five, 50 points. Uh, looks like uh, Team uh, Jimmy Bose uh, has four out of five for 40. And Flu Game has 30. 30, all right. All right. Well, there's room to catch up. We're a little under the weather today. <laughs> all right, question six. If they had made a sequel to Garden State called The Peace Garden State, it would be set in this state. Maybe there'd be a scene shot in Theodore Roosevelt's National Park. Who knows? Neil's the director here. <laughs> well, he's from New York, right? Mm, yeah, I think so. Okay. A Theodore Roosevelt National Park. Why do I feel like I've been near there? Because you saw his face carved in the side of a mountain? I, I mean, I did, yes, technically see his face carved in the side of a mountain. And you weren't just taking ayahuasca. That is also correct. And when I say I know, like I feel like I've been there. New York is a state that I've driven through, <laughs> so it's possible that it's there. Okay. We're locked in. Well, we're considering New York because that's where the Roosevelt's were based. But Teddy also spent a lot of time in like the Midwest. Shooting things. So usually. it's not Kansas. That's the Sunflower State. It's not Colorado. That's the Centennial State. Montana's big sky country. I'm totally out on this, Peter. If Roosevelt makes me want to say New York, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm fine with going to New York because I have nothing better. I mean, I know that like Texas is the friendly state and Sunshine Star State, and State, Missouri, but I can't think of anything else. So I'm I'm good with going to New York. Okay, we'll lock in with New York. Uh, yeah, we had a similar train of thought. Uh, he's from New York, so we went New York. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, I knew Montana was the big sky country, but uh, I saw a billboard today for Montana. It looked uh, very peaceful, so I wrote Montana. All right. Neil's actually the closest. Um, it, the Peace Garden State is actually North Dakota, and that's where There's that national park is. nothing there. <laughs> well, they have Theodore Roosevelt National Park, and that's about it. It would... is the least visited of the 50 states. Mm-hmm. I did not know that. For There's good reason. There. Sorry to North Dakota listeners, but... Yeah, yeah, all two of you must be. Very are there nice. are there any North Dakota listeners? We don't know. I think Not it, that no, I know I, it, it lights up as two or three downloads. So mm, okay. we see you. Well, thank you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm sorry that I just cost you those listeners. Yeah, and now they're out. We're very sorry. Dang it! All right, question seven. As Bobby Boucher always said, "There's nothing like a little H2O." If he were serving H2O2, however, it may affect the performance of players on his team. What is the common name for that formula? We're locked in. I got it. Oh boy. Okay. Do, yeah. we, do I need to let uh, should I mute them or mute me? The, yeah, we can give Neil a second to get his elements in order. Oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, uh, he's quick draw. He gets three seconds. Yeah, I only get like five seconds. Uh, okay. Um, one second here. Uh, no mercy for quick draw. All right, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone's locked in. Uh, me love you first time. What you say? Uh, we're going to go with H2O2 is hydrogen peroxide. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't. I see what Neil wrote, and I, <laughs> I can't stop. Uh, it's Yeah, we went with uh, hydrogen peroxide. Uh, what did Neil write? I thought it was hydrogen peroxide, but I was like, <laughs> I was like, where's the P? Uh, so uh, <laughs> I just wrote carbon monoxide. <laughs> oh, funny. 
We still love uh, you. Uh, <laughs> so let's break it down. Uh, it makes sense now. Carbon monoxide is uh, what? CO2? CO. 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 Monoxide. Carbon dioxide is CO2. Monoxide. Okay. Mono. Meaning one. But you tried. Uh, I should have asked my CI. <laughs> All right. Moving on to question eight. Oi, bruv, spare an eye on. I <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, neutron. <laughs> uh, positive. We this need to move on. So negative. Yeah. All right. Question eight. The New Zealand rugby team are often referred to by this nickname, which is fitting since it's on their dollar coins. We are locked in. We are locked in as well. Oh. Yep. Um, they're softballs. They're the um, the uh, the black um, oh, black rangers. It's, I, I thought they're just the New Zealand blacks. Black riders. Um, all blacks. Yeah, that's their name, right? The all blacks. <laughs> I thought that's their name. <laughs> Hold on, now you're confusing no, me. No, wait, let, so we don't have to cut this. He's that is the name of their soccer team, but you're incorrect about this if you're thinking that's your rugby. Oh, team. the all ba- all blacks is the soccer team. Correct. Okay. Which isn't the question. Oh, okay. Uh, their your, rugby team is on the dollar bill. Uh, we're gonna go with um, their wonderful um, prime minister uh, Regina. <laughs> uh, I'm forgetting. Oh, great. Not Jacinda like, Ardern. Thank you, Regina Jacinda Ardern. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't actually remember. I thought it was the All Blacks. We're in with All Blacks. Okay. I also thought it was the All Blacks. No, they are. The rugby team is named after the Kiwis. Kiwis, which, which are on their dollar bills. Oh. As soon as as you said that, I realized that I'd locked in incorrectly. I thought, it was, I thought it was the All Blacks. Yeah. Yep. Let me just uh, pronounce her name correctly, so I don't. Uh, it's or maybe it's not the. It, it's the name of like. They're like the Dallas Cowboys there, but it's not the national team. That's, mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, that's where I messed up. That's uh, my fault, Peter. I apologize. You guys are still doing good. Uh, I literally <laughs> searched New Zealand All Blacks, AllBlacks.com, New Zealand National Rugby Union team. Hmm. Yes, that's. I was oh, going to say All Blacks rugby union, and there's like rugby sevens. Yes, and but is the like All Blacks on their dollar coins? That's fair. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I was going to say that, All Blacks, and I got made fun fair. of. <laughs> All right, bad question on me. Moving on to question nine. This move can be found in basketball, soccer, and hockey, as well as on a spice rack. All right, so I'm going to think about hockey and spices, the salt and pepper, the the cinnamon bun. <laughs> the, <laughs> which the, which the, sports? The, the cumin at you. Which sports, Matt? Uh, basketball, soccer, and hockey. Saffron shake. The Rega, no, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right we're gonna lock in with the uh, joke answer here how about you guys well we were just going at it from the spice angle and so uh I, we just started listing things off and then we got to nutmeg and i remember that's when you kick the ball or shoot the puck between a defender's open legs uh through the five hole so to speak and so we went with nutmeg well that's kind of a joke too um <laughs> i've never heard of that but mm-hmm. uh we we Mentioned a few the uh, the classic cinnamon bun and the uh, the saffron shake, but we're going with the uh, the cumin at you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I started with uh, you know posh, uh, sporty, scary ginger and baby, <laughs> and then um, wasn't really sure. I know in baseball uh, there's a, a warm up game called pepper, uh, where you're bunting, and I just thought maybe it translated, so I said pepper. 
Yes, while Neil is correct, Pepper is a warm-up game in baseball. Uh, putting the ball between someone's leg is a nutmeg. Oh. Yeah, good job, Brian. I thought that was called the five hole. The five hole is the spot where you're putting it through. So I think that's a video that we shouldn't be talking about. <laughs> the physical hole itself. Yes, that is the five hole. Okay, but who is everyone's favorite Spice Girl? That's the real question. Uh, Posh. I was always baby. I was baby I was growing up, but now I'm, now I'm a ginger. I like scary. Ooh. I was ginger, but now I'm sporty. Interesting. I'm a, that's yeah. a full squad. We mentioned all five. That is a full squad. We don't discriminate. Squad. All right. Question 10. Based on a true story, students from this university made millions counting cards in the movie 21. I'm locked in. Oh, yeah. I thought we weren't allowed to talk about Kevin Spacey anymore, guys. <laughs> yeah, what's up here? All right, we're locked in. You guys can talk. Yeah. Okay. God. Isn't it MIT? That sounds good. I know it was a New England-y thing, so we'll just go with that. That sounds yeah, good to me. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I remember this being a bunch of engineering students, so I think it's, I, I want to say MIT. How do you like them apples? Yeah. No? Wrong movie? Yeah. We're locked. It's not Harvard. It's uh, MIT. Yeah, I went with the uh, incorrect school of Harvard. Ah, the answer is MIT. A school that I've been to, technically, because I was on their grounds. (laughs) (laughs) It counts. Well, in that case, I've been to Harvard. Yeah. Well, yeah, you guys wouldn't let me go in the library. I said, they're not going to know we're not students. Just let me walk in and and look at a book. (laughs) Right. But everyone did not want to go in there. I said, Tyra Banks went here. I can come here. And I screamed, Neil, I'm not wearing a shirt right now. I can't go in the library. All Neil wanted to do was take a piece of paper and slam it against the window of a cafe. (laughs) (laughs) The whole time we were in Boston. Uh, well, it looks like uh, after the first round here, uh, team uh, Me Love You first time, uh, very respectable 80 points. Uh, myself, quick draw. Uh, quick drawing a little too much. Uh, only 40 points. Half <laughs> Fell that. off a little bit there. Fell you off were a little 40 bit. in the first half. I know. Uh, and what about you guys? Team uh, Food 50. Game. Okay, 50. So you, you've taken uh, second place here. All right. Before we get to my swing round, uh, Jeff, why don't you tell the people a little bit about Patreon? I feel like I'm qualified to do that since I, I think I do it every week. Can I actually jump in here? Money, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm not going to do the kind of uh, shameless groveling that Ken does. But if you'd like to support the show directly, you can do so at uh, patreon.com slash trivialitypodcast. Uh, Peter and Ryan, as we already mentioned, are supporters of the show, which we are very appreciative of. Uh, and uh, like I said, uh, I'm sure you've heard the plug before, but just go check us out over there. Um, we offer different things than you're getting in your normal feed, including bonus episodes that uh, we think are pretty good. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, maybe one of these days we'll put a little teaser clip at the end of an episode so you know what you're missing out on. And uh, maybe that'll be the thing. Maybe that does it for you. And we can't emphasize enough how important your contributions are to us. We really, really appreciate it. Every every dollar is a step closer to us quitting our jobs and doing this, uh, doing this like uh, like grown adults. Or at the very least, uh, your contributions will help us uh, get an independent office to work out of instead of my apartment where we hear people bathing above us <laughs> and have to stop recording. <laughs> that happened twice today. That happened twice. Uh, and uh, since Ryan is here, Ryan Clefcorn Myers, uh, the uh, co-conspirator of Bloodsport, um, all of our Bloodsport season two contestants will be pulled from Patreon subscribers. So make sure to. Uh, start your support uh, as soon as possible. We're going to be drawing names from all of those uh, supporters, everyone here who is supporting us. So um, if you'd like to get in on that, uh, at least a dollar a month. That's, yeah, that shouldn't uh, be too far. We're thinking early spring. So yeah, I don't so, know how long that is from now, you know, four to six weeks. So. And can we give, and uh, you guys recently crossed the 100, subscri- mm-hmm. uh, 100 patron threshold. Yeah, at time of recording. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I, I'm blown away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I can't believe it. Um, it's just... Uh, 
yeah, we're just very grateful for all of you. Um, and one thing that we are considering doing, at least I'm considering doing, and I guess I'll just do the, the editing for it anyways. So uh, if you'd like, uh, we'll figure out what perk this is going to be, but uh, the, an exclusive <laughs> Dutch boy or exclusive. Jimmy Bo's ringtone. <laughs> If or, you'd like, or voicemail, or voicemail recording, there if you'd you like to have please that. Please your... pick up the phone. <laughs> please, I'm kidnapped. Please. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's happening. I'll do a Dutch boy uh, voicemail. That's fine. How would you do mine? I, I, let's, let's... I have to say, Neil, that like whenever you break out with Dutch boy, I I almost have to like pull over because it <laughs> cracks me up every single time and that? i have like debated just like asking if you would do an entire episode of Dutch Boy, <laughs> I'll, I'll do an entire episode you do of a, Dutch pa- Boy. a patreon exclusive episode i will, I will you never go- you never say more than like five words to and it's hysterical yeah well, i try not to time. do too much we'll, we'll do a like who wants to be a millionaire dutch boy what happened that one time where aaron's like i almost crashed my car after i ran through a yeah, red be light. responsible don't drive and listen to our show <laughs> Follow the it's rules just of the too road. funny, guys. Too funny. Yeah, too, yeah, too hashtag too funny. Welcome to From Beneath the Hollywood Sign. If you love old movies, Hollywood history, or the golden age of filmmaking, you've come to the right place. This is the podcast that talks about amazing stories of Tinseltown from another era and fascinating conversations with writer-producer Steve Kubine and actress-writer Nan McNamara. One particular argument, he ended up dislocating Ava's jaw. <gasps> Ava, she was such a tough cookie. Rather than cry or scream or anything like that, she... Was, or call the police. Or call the police, like she should have, exactly. <laughs> What does she do? She takes an ashtray and she knocks him over the head and knocks him unconscious. That's how she fought back. She didn't know what to do, so she called Louis B. Mayer. I think I've killed Howard Hughes. What do I do? Revisit a time when the pictures were still big and everyone was ready for their close-up. When you want Tyrone Power instead of Tom Hardy, Jennifer Jones instead of Jennifer Lawrence, or Robert Mitchum rather than Robert Pattinson, then from beneath the Hollywood sign is the gin joint for you. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. On our show, we help listeners like you make the most of your finances. I sit down with NerdWallet's team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. We answer your real-world money questions and break down the latest personal finance news. The Nerds will give you the clarity you need by cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. We don't promote get-rich-quick schemes or hype unrealistic side hustles. Instead, we offer practical knowledge that you can apply in your everyday life. You'll learn about strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. And you'll walk away with the confidence you need to ensure that your money is always working as hard as you are. So turn to the nerds to answer your real-world money questions and get insights that can help you make the smartest financial decisions for your life. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, here's something that's less funny. Let's move on to my swing round. Boo. It's sports. Boo. Oh, God. Boo again, they said. All right, so this will be a classic tug of war. Oh, bringing it back from like episode three when it was retired. Yeah, I was listening to old episodes and I said, we haven't done that in roughly a year. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, it does not work so well with three teams. So Neil will be sending this one out. Uh, we'll just assume he would have gotten zero at, at this point. Oh, I already got 10 written down. So <laughs> Okay. Um, so I have the 16 teams that have won the NBA championship since 1970. Um, we're going to go back and forth. Um, you're going to give me a team. If it has not been said, you get five points. 
If it has been said, you are going to be knocked out, and the other team will get to keep naming until they get one incorrect. All right. So a good chance to make up a lot of points in this round. And the sport we are talking about is? Basketball. Oh, boy. It's my favorite sport. So we will start with flu game and go back and forth. So flu game, what's your answer? I'm going to say the Bulls. The Bulls have won the NBA championship in the last 38 years. Oh, 48 years. Oh, time. Let's go with the uh, current champion, Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors. Yes. Let's go with the previous champion, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Cavaliers are on the list. And we will take LeBron's other victories with the Miami Heat. All right. Uh, Before that, we know there was an interim period with the Celtics victories. All right. They have won quite a few of those, yes. As have their biggest rivals, the Los Angeles Lakers. All right. Speaking of Shaq teams, we're going to go the Orlando Magic. Oh, you are unfortunately eliminated. The no. Magic Why, Jeff? Womp, womp, Why are you just womp. saying stuff? I don't know. <laughs> he gave you the right answer. Have, you just ignored it. I have it. three written here. <laughs> I watched that whole thing unfold and it was just depressing. Because <laughs> Ken said the right answer. Well, um, I, there's others, definitely. The Suns and... The Magic were what in are you it. doing? The They're Suns still have, playing. They have also not won it. <laughs> so yeah, the gotten, Suns haven't won. You've gotten two wrong answers, Yay. which isn't even possible in this game. <laughs> Congratulations, Jeff. You played yourself. We love you first time. Uh, I guess name until you're wrong. Uh, the Tim Duncan-led Spurs. Okay. The, Spurs the are on Chauncey those. Billups-led Pistons. 86. The uh, 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 Dirk Nowitzki-led Mavericks. The uh, 79 Supersonics. Wow. The slightly Rockets earlier Warriors. than that Trailblazers. Uh, the 71, I think, New York Knicks. I think right at 70 was the year that uh, um, Kareem and Oscar Robertson won with the Bucks. Okay, that is correct. Uh, I have the 76 or somewhere in the 80s, I think. That or is, 70s. That is also correct. Um, it's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. I have two more. The Rockets won in the mid-90s. Yes, they did. Good call. There is one left. <clears throat> Let's see. Going through it all in my head. I should have given you a 24-second checklist. That it's going to be like a defunct team, or I'm stupid. It's probably I'm stupid. I mean, you did get most of these right, so you're not stupid. <laughs> well, thank you. Uh, Any um, final answer? Our final answer is going to be me being a douchebag and stalling. Because <laughs> I know I know this, and we haven't gone to Ohio yet. We have Cincinnati Royals, burnt winners. Okay, yeah, whatever. Let's um, go with the wrong answer of the, the Pacers who are oh, wrong. Yes, it was not the Wizards, but it was the Bullets. Bullets. Um, but that was a wonderful <coughs> performance. Um, how many points did they rack up there? Did they break the game a little yeah, bit? Yeah. Um, so points cancel in uh, tug of war. Mm-hmm. So uh, after we were eliminated, they named nine more. So uh, they get 45 points. What an interesting I like, concept. I like tug of wars, by the way. I really miss them. You should do them more often. Yeah, next time I'll explain it better. Well, after the swing round, uh, looks like team uh, me love you first time is up to 125. Uh, since I was not allowed to play, I'm still at 40. Uh, and uh, team... And we the bed, so we're at uh, 50. <laughs> that was mostly me, but that's all right. All right. Well, it's a heated race for second, so I believe in both of you guys. <laughs> 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 Moving on. All right, you guys ready for round two? 
Absolutely. All right. Uh, question one around two. This spinoff of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills follows the title character and her staff at her West Hollywood restaurant, Sir. We're locked in. Oh. I'm locked in. I expected Neil to lock in immediately, so. I just uh, I just saw her in, uh, no? recently. Yes. Um, I'm not sure because I don't watch that series of shows, but I know there's a show called Vanderpump Rules, and I know it's on Bravo or what the hell ever channel. That sounds good to me. Vanderpump is the right that works for me. Okay, we'll lock in with Vanderpump Rules. All right. I hate that I know about their existence, but it's the Vanderpump Rules. Yes, uh, not to be confused with the uh, next spinoff uh, where Tom is opening up his restaurant with his Tom, Tom, Tom. Uh, it is uh, Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant, Vanderpump Rules. Yep, that's correct. Vanderpump Rules. Points all around. Yeah. You guys know your, like your, yeah, your, real, your real housewife spinoffs. I just yeah. died a little. <laughs> all right, moving on to question two. A plectrum is the alternative name for this tool, something Maynard James Keenan may be familiar with. I, I, I can walk in on this one if you trust yeah. me. Okay. Yeah, I trust you, Ryan. A plectern? Plectrum. Plectrum. I just said it because I wanted to hear you say that. <laughs> you, you guys locked in? Yes. Pl- All right. Plectrum. So uh, he said Tool. So that's Tool. Let's think of Tool songs. Is he the lead singer of Tool? Or I guess that would... I'm locked in. It doesn't really matter. But. Yes, yes. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. He's also the singer of A Perfect Circle. So what about... Uh, was a compass a compass hmm. is our answer okay uh i just went with a wrench all right i believe it's the proper term for a guitar pick it is the proper name for a guitar pick he doesn't play guitar I know, man i just had to use the tool punch uh, uh <laughs> that's so upsetting i was pretty i was like i thought it was a guitar pick and then, you and then when, ken, when ken when ken plays guitar i was like oh if it was if it was for sure he'd overrule me no problem that's all right. It was just revenge for when he, when he was mouthing spurs very clearly to you, and you said, how about the magic? <laughs> I was looking at him. <laughs> Matt, Matt fed me a very prolific vocalist mm-hmm. for a guitar question. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't feel like anybody would know the guitarist, hmm. but you probably would have. You didn't have to. <laughs> I didn't have to put that in there at you all. You didn't have to be talking about Tool. Uh, fair enough. All right. Question three. This former child star made people really stand up and cheer and raise a drink with her commitment to public service after her acting career, including a stint as the U.S. ambassador to Czechoslovakia. We're locked in. Right, Peter? I have no idea on this. You? Stand up and cheer? Raven Simone? (laughs) Czechoslovakia is so raven. (laughs) They're really into their thoughts so raven over there. Wait a minute. Czechoslovakia hasn't been a country for a while. while. Mm -hmm. Shirley Temple? Shirley Temple. We're locked in. Okay. I went with Shirley Temple. All right. We love you first time. Shirley Temple Black. Yes, yep. the answer is Shirley Temple. You just, you just picked that out of nowhere? I'm quick draw now. How, how did you pull that <laughs> out? Neil, yeah, well, Neil, look at me. I am the quick look draw. Look at me. I'm the quick draw now. What led you to Shirley Temple there? You just kind of... Every time I, I look at Ken, a, uh, he pulls the answer. I just picked a child star that would be uh, alive when Czechoslovakia was a country, and uh, Shirley Temple's by far the most famous. That Wasn't uh, Ambassador Culkin? Look at me. I am the I'm the quick draw now. now. All right. Neil keeps not looking at you when you're saying that for the record. He's nervous. No, it's because every time I look at him, he gets the answer. He's like looking, when I write down the right answer. He's looking at my AK 47. 
<laughs> Today was a good day. Uh, question four. Tazon Day had a viral hit in 2008 with this song about a specific type of precipitation. I got it. Lectin. I'll start it. Uh, chocolate rain. <laughs> that chocolate rain. Yep. Okay. Chocolate rain. Peter was moving away from the mic to breathe in because he knows exactly. that it's chocolate rain. <laughs> the answer is, of course, chocolate rain. The uh, first winner of the that, YouTube uh, Music Award. Oh, sorry? It was the first winner of the YouTube Music Award that was defunct immediately after that. <laughs> Too bad because Friday was a shoe in for. 2011 or whatever. 2011. It was. Yeah. 2012? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, why? <laughs> He's got to store that Friday year of release in his head. You don't know that, that, that Jeff is the Chicago chapter president of the Rebecca Black fan I mean, club, right? It, you never know. All right, question five. In the Tennessee Williams play, The Glass Menagerie, while sharing a dance with a shy Laura, gentleman caller Jim accidentally brushes against the glass menagerie, knocking one to the floor and breaking it. What type of animal was this glass, surprisingly not made in Scotland? I can lock in. I'm not familiar with this, uh, but Jeff's nodding at me, so I'm going to let him take it. Um, oh man, I haven't read this play in a long time. Um, so all I'm going to say is, uh, when you're on a dance floor, um, John Taffer of Bar Rescue fame, uh, patented a, um, a booty, uh, what is it called? A booty guard or of some sort that when you go on the dance floor, uh, it's a tight window to enter the dance floor so that people are rubbing up against each other to create, uh, sort of a friction, friction and sort of a, a communal thing, you know, like the matrix. What the hell are you getting at? So... <laughs> So I'm just saying if John Taffer was at Tennessee Williams place or fictional place for the glass menagerie, the, the glass wouldn't have uh, fallen. Right. So I'm just going to put John Taffer. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Quite the <laughs> out there. <laughs> the only thing I could think of was maybe um, the Scotland national animal clue. So I was thinking maybe it's a, it's actually not a actual animal, but it's a unicorn. Okay. You didn't say he national brushes against animal. the mantle. And the horn breaks off of the unicorn. And the answer is unicorn. It's kind of a Blade Runner sort of situation. <laughs> a little something like that. Yeah. A little unicorn origami. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, menagerie. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, is that a RuPaul Drag Race contestant? <laughs> hosted, yeah, hosted by <gasps> Menagerie. Oh my god, it has to be now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question six. Coming to you from Nolens. Nope. All right, coming menagerie. From <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> Question six. <laughs> uh, question six. A group of locusts goes by this very fitting name. I have a decent idea, Peter. You guys want to talk? About yeah, we're locked. Yeah. we're locked in. We're locked in. Oh. Okay. Is it a swarm? I would assume maybe a plague. Oh, yeah. Plague works. Okay, going with plague. Well, uh, plague is probably correct, but uh, I think me and Jeff are thinking of a particular magic card called Swarm of Locusts, so we're going to go with Swarm. Okay. Uh, I went with four loco. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's very fitting because this was one of the plagues. It's a plague. Hmm. Just continuing their uh, winning ways here. Yeah, they're they're just. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was I was thinking that from the magic angle as well. So. Well, we're. I was incredibly nervous to come on a Matt hosted episode because I think his wheelhouse is the furthest away from my own. Mm-hmm. Well, we're up to and ninety points. And I got points, NBA so. questions, so I'm good. We're up to ninety <laughs> points, so you guys better look out. They need to change their team name. They're going to be the Untouchables. Are <laughs> right, you're into Magic, Peter? You play it? Uh, I I used to play it until I spent about I don't know close to a thousand bucks in like less than a year's time. 
trying to buy cards, so mm. uh, I quickly gave up on that. Yeah, I think I did that third quarter this year. I was say, that's very recent for you. So, And I am not that obsessed, mm-hmm. but I enjoy it. You play it quite often, though, right? Somewhat casually. I play, casual. at least, I play at probably at least once a week. So you like magic cards. I just like magic. Mm-hmm. And I like gatherings. So, there, oh my god, hey, we're all gathering here. Yeah. Neil, a, Neil just disappeared from the room. It's amazing. So I was, I was going to disappear. That was a good out. I was waiting for the nope. cracking noise, like in Harry Potter. <laughs> nope, this is your apartment. You can't leave. <laughs> Question seven: This delicious astrophysics term refers to the vertical stretching and horizontal compression of objects into long, thin shapes in a very strong gravitational field. Do you guys need to talk? We'll meet you. Uh, oh, I, th- okay. I think I know it, yeah. oh, these which guys is are shocking in? for a science question for me. I'm garbage at science. Okay, these guys are locked in. Um, spaghetti. Oh, spaghettification. Spaghetti and meatballs. Oh, taffy. Isn't it? Isn't it spaghetti? I think spaghettification is a thing. Okay. Yeah, I've heard that before. That that sounds right. Um, I just put wormhole. Okay, and you guys are going with spaghettification? Sure. All right. Um, we love you. First time? First I thought time. I was going to beat Jeff on a science question, and I felt so accomplished for like five seconds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, spaghettification. Yes, the answer is spaghettification or the noodle effect, which I would also take. But so, nobody said oh, that. Who is that, nearly as cool. who is that hiding behind that uh, that fake plant over there? Spaghet. <laughs> <laughs> Spooked, you guys. He's, he's brought us a bunch of, of marinara sauce. Thank you, Spaghet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, I only have with a new character. I only have one <laughs> no, question. No, spaghetti. He eat from... all of us. Spaghetti. <laughs> no, no, spaghetti is from uh, Tim and Eric. Awesome show, great oh, job. Uh, yeah. I only uh, ever have one question, and it's always why. The no, there's a this. there's this Goldilocks cartoon where they eat the spaghetti, and this this man yells like he eats all of my spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Oh, this uh, this is madness. This is madness. Ooh, uh, it is madness. You're yeah. right. There were there are definitely not enough puns in this episode, so please keep it up. Uh, March madness. <laughs> <laughs> Question eight: The Bactrian is the Bactrian is a specific species of this animal. Not sure if its Wednesdays are twice as long. Locked in. I can lock in as well. Not sure it's Wednesdays are twice as long. Uh, oh, um, Wednesdays are normally called hump day, so maybe it's a camel. So I'm going to lock in with camel. Okay. The answer is camel. Mm-hmm. Dromedaries have one hump. Bactrians have two. We went with camel. Camel is correct. Hey, man. I used to work at the zoo. Oh, that's right. I live in a zoo. Do you know what's in a yeah. camel's hump, Matt? Uh, some kind of water. It's a it trick. is fat. Uh, Fer- Fergie? Don't, don't fall into <laughs> Jeff's traps. Oh. We all know Jeff's a secret Fergie fan. Mm-hmm. The song's actually G- about camels. Did you know M- that? A- M- no. Well, yes. I am butter a camel. No, that's not true. Glamorous <laughs> is so underrated for the record. Glamorous is good. That's not incorrect. All right. Question nine. This 2005 horror comedy starring Gary Busey wouldn't be too out of place if it had stayed in theaters until December. I'm locked in. 2005 horror comedy. And we're not just December. instantaneously getting our asses Santa kicked. Slay. He wasn't in that. Um, Bad Santa was later. Also not Gary Busey. 2005 horror comedy. Santa Slay. Wasn't there another... Uh, I'm not I'm good. Gonna lock in with Santa Slay. Okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Feel free to talk, guys. Yeah, I'm trying to think of horror comedies. 
that have to do with Christmas. And the only one I can think of, and I don't even think it's really much of a comedy, is Krampus. Yeah, and that was like 2012, too, with Adam Scott, Tony Collette. There's something about Gary. <laughs> Let's go for it. We're locking in with There's Something About Gary. That's really good. It's um, an exclamation point. A horror comedy that I think would do well in December is Santa's Sleigh. Mm-hmm. I don't especially remember Gary Busey being in it, but I'm going Santa's Sleigh. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, starring Bill Goldberg. Um, no, the Gary Busey 2005 holiday horror movie uh, is Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is kidding me. Ginger Dead Man. <laughs> um, oh my God. Which actually has three sequels, um, including Passion of the Crust, <laughs> Saturday Night Cleaver, and Man vs. Evil Bong. Oh. It's a wonderful series. God. <laughs> Almost as profitable as Fast and the Furious. You know what my favorite, uh, like, I, I don't even want to say B-horror movie, I want to say D-horror movie is uh, Thanks Killing. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's classic. Mm-hmm. Thanks Killing is yeah, really Yeah, you wanted more puns, now look what you've done. <laughs> Uh, I'm pretty happy with what uh, what's happened. No, thanks. Killing is real. Just to be clear, that's not a joke. Oh, I yeah, I it's believe based it. Based on a true story, is what Ryan. If you haven't oh. seen Thanks Killing, uh, please watch it this year. Well, because every October I watch 31 horror movies I haven't seen before. Consider it watched in Ooh, the next yeah. nine days. Oh, you just have four new ones. All it's the not gingerbread. good, but it is very funny. <laughs> It, it is. Oh, it's bad. It's, it's real it's, bad. It's bad. It's right up there with Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, that movie's wonderful. That's uh, one of my favorites yeah. of all time. I'll throw a Doctor Giggles in there too if you haven't seen it. <laughs> I, it is. I, I watch Killer Clowns every year for Halloween, and I watch uh, Monster Squad. Both of those. All right, yeah. let's wrap up. I got up to see Monster round. Squad for the first time in theaters last year, and I really enjoyed myself. Oh, good. All right, I love it. Let's wrap up this round already. <laughs> it's been a. Uh, a lot of points, a lot of fun. It's been a, a wild laughs. one. Yeah. All right, question 10. This band caused quite the hysteria in the chat rooms when they used MySpace to find their fifth and final member when they had only 2,000 profile views, stating, we're looking to get a full-time keyboard player for sequencing slash synth. Contact us. I was thinking Muse because of hysteria, but... There's no... There's no way. What was the year? There's three of them. Yeah. I was thinking maybe Panic at the Disco. Because you said hysteria in the chat room. Yeah. Let's go Let's go. panic at the disco. Okay. Locked in. Uh, so my only clue here was the word hysteria. Uh, my mom was a big Def Leppard fan, and they have a song called Hysteria. And so we guessed Def Leppard. All right. Um, there's some conversation about Muse in the studio, because um, they have a song called Hysteria, but they uh, only have three members, I believe, and uh, I think Matt Bellamy takes care of all the keys and stuff so we are going off the fact that he said uh hysteria in the chat room and we're gonna go with panic at the disco oh yeah and i couldn't come up with it uh i know it is not muse but i just put muse yes the answer is panic at the disco nice great job guys it's one of the more prominent um bands that kind of like made their first killing like on myspace uh kind of where they grew their fan base all right, so after regulation, it looks like uh, Team You Love You first time uh, is up to 205. Whoa. Very large lead. Yeah. Uh, That's fitting for the cruiserweight, right? It is fitting. Um, 205 live. Uh, it looks like uh, Team Quick Draw here. Uh, since I was not able to play the swing round, little disadvantage, but I'm at 90 points. Not not bad. And what about you guys? Actually, it doesn't really matter in the tug of war because you only get points if you win. 
120 for us. Ooh, so 90 to 120 to 205. Uh, before we go to the final round, uh, we do know a lot about our friend Ryan Clefcorn Myers uh, from being on the show and uh, enjoying his company. But uh, Peter, we don't know a lot about you. So why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Um, I live just north of you guys in a little suburb called Barrington here in Illinois. Uh, I am a pharmacist. So if you have any drug questions, feel free to ask me away. Do you have any? Um, and, uh, <laughs> I've been listening to you guys for quite some time now. And uh, like I said, don't really get a whole lot into trivia, um, but I do enjoy it. I've, I've always enjoyed trivia, and uh, you guys are always a, a blast to listen to. So right. thank you so much for doing this show, and thank you for entertaining me on my way to work and at work. It's good that awesome. someone finally gets that we're a comedy podcast. About trivia. trivia. <laughs> yeah. You know, other people are just like, oh, trivia, trivia. No, no, no. All right. Are you guys ready to hear the final five categories? Absolutely. Yes, all right. Category one, when you wish upon a star. Category two, under the sea. <laughs> Category three, how far I'll go. What's Cate- that from? Uh, Moana. Moana, yes, that's the one. Question, or category four, Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. And category five, be our guest. Yes, you will I join imagine. us for dinner. That is not a request. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We are in with our wagers. Ready for the questions? Please. All right. In the category, when you wish upon a star, this person holds the record for most make-a-wish wishes granted, although you won't see him in any of the pictures. Uh, In category, under the sea, this trench is the deepest part of the Indian Ocean. Spending time down there is sure to wake you up. In the category, how far I'll go... In what country is the northernmost permanently inhabited place in the world? This place is 508 miles from the North Pole. It has no permanent residence per se, but has been permanently inhabited by temporary residents since 1950. Category, Hakuna Matata, what a wonderful phrase. This phrase was originally used as a form of propaganda to keep the British public to stay strong during World War II. Now you're more likely to see it at a Spencer's gift as a parody shirt. Yeah. <laughs> In the category, Be Our Guest. According to a report by Verve Search Limited, which is based on IMDb data for over 340,000 movies, this park is the most filmed location in movies, appearing in over 231 movies. Yeah, I got that one too. Oh, yeah. Calling all kids in the car. Brittany and Meredith here from the Chart Topping Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast. Are you dreading another silent car ride with the fam? We've got the cure. Three rounds of fresh trivia. Every single week, movies, music, even science and Disney. We've got something for every trivia buff in the car. No more crickets chirping on those long journeys. The Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast is your secret weapon for connecting and laughing with kids of all ages, teens, toddlers, adults. It doesn't matter. Spark their curiosity and challenge their brains with every episode. New episodes drop weekly wherever you get your podcasts. Search for the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast and turn those car rides into epic adventures. Everybody shush! William Shatner has something to say. Cat and Jethro, box of oddities. What do you do when the woman you love dies? 
Well, of course, you dig her up and you live with her. Aww. The show examines weird things. There are plenty of old photographs from this time period of children out in the streets playing in and among the dead horse carcasses. Oh, I miss those days. Things used to be so much simpler. Cat and Jethro. Then there's the urine wheel, which sounds like a really bad game show. Thing done weird things. Cat and Jethro, Box of Oddities. That is really mysterious. Join Cat and Jethro Gilligan-Toth for the strange, the bizarre, the unexpected as they lift the lid and cautiously peer inside the Box of Oddities. The Webby Award-winning Box of Oddities podcast from Airwave Media. Okay. All right, everybody is locked in, so let's get those answers. Um, in When You Wish Upon a Star, this person holds the record for most Make-A-Wishes granted uh, flu game. What'd you have, and what was your wager? We went Big 30 on that one and went John Cena. Okay, uh, me love you first time. We wagered 10, and we went with John Cena. Boo, 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 boo. And quick draw? I uh, never gave up. Uh, I wager 20 on John Cena. Yes, I put some hustle, loyalty, and respect on that. It is John Cena. Points all around. In Under the Sea, what is the deepest part of the Indian Ocean uh, flu game? We did not wager on this one, and we said the Mariana Stretch. Cause we okay. Me uh, love you first time? I'm going to let Peter uh, take this, because I think 10. he's a genius. Yeah, I mean, we, we wager 10, and um, the part with the wake you up we kind of assumed it might be something related to java so we went with the java trench and neil uh i wager 10 the only trench i know of uh, at least right at this moment is the marianas trench so i went uh, with that yes and between sumatra and java it is the java trench right I off i of can't Indonesia. believe that your your hint wasn't uh, the evanescence trench <laughs> peter i love you i well that's what i, I was like is there like an emily trench or <laughs> uh Sometimes I have to just do actual signs. Sorry, guys. Question th- uh, In question three, how far I'll go. Uh, what country is the northernmost permanently inhabited place? Flu game. Uh, due to some of our uh, northerly travels recently, we were actually talking about this, me and Jeff, and uh, we think it's Svalbard, Norway, so our answer is Norway. Okay. Uh, me love you first time. Take it, Peter. Uh, we wagered 10 points as well, and we went with our great neighbors to the north of Canada. All right, Neil? I uh, wagered uh, 20, and uh, I just uh, put the fictional country of Kashmir. All right, the city is called Alert, and it is in the Kwikatalak region of the Nunavut Territory Canada. in Canada. So we are oh my God, Peter, we are losing our hard-earned 30 MVP. points. <laughs> All right, in Hakuna Matata, wonderful phrase. This phrase was originally used as a form of propaganda. What was that phrase, uh, flu game? Um, we bet 30 on this one, and we are going to go with keep calm and carry on. All right. Um, we love you first time. We said the same for 10. And quick draw, Neil. Uh, wager 20. Initially, I wanted it to be loose lips sink ships, but uh, it is indeed keep calm and carry on. That is You're not correct. even going to say it like Jimmy Bowes. <laughs> keep calm and carry on. Yeah, see, there you go. Heard that phrase quite a bit, I imagine. All right. And be our guest. Um, what is the most film location in movies flu game? Uh, we bet another 30 on this one, and we went with Central Park. Okay. And me love you first time. 
Yeah, there's a solid segment of Die Hard with a Vengeance there. We guessed Central Park as well. We bet 10 on that for the record. All right. And Neil? Uh, wager 20. I believe uh, it uh, beats uh, Venice Beach, possibly, is the second uh, largest or most used location, but I believe it's Central Park. Yes, Venice Beach is second to Central Park as the most filmed space. All right. Well, after that rousing final round, uh, which followed two great rounds of regulation and a tug of war I was not allowed to be in, um, <laughs> I am in third place as quick draw. Uh, I probably would have won the game if I was able to play tug of war. We'll never know. Um, I had I'm voting Neil for miscongeniality. Thank you. Um, I'm also an FBI agent. So I had 120 points. <laughs> Um, Are you armed and fabulous? I am armed and fabulous. Uh, and uh, in second place, uh, with a very, very good score, is Team Flu Game, uh, 180 points. Jeff, the, f- uh, the flu took us. The flu took it. Yeah, it's all right. But we can't all be Michael Jordan. We can't all be Michael Jordan. But Ken is hugging you, carrying you off the court uh, to go gamble and smoke cigars. Probably he's very sweaty. <laughs> Very sweaty. And uh, in first place, with a uh, just amazing 255 points, a uh, new. Uh, partnership has been born mm-hmm. uh and we're hoping to have them for the second time uh it's uh, me love you first time the cream of the crop unjustifiably in a position that i'd rather not be in but the cream will rise to the top oh yeah hey good job guys yeah forming the new cream team right? Is that Ooh. <laughs> thank need... you matthew oh okay yeah, we're, in, for we're gonna have to use that for something yeah. we need a cream team actually that's really good that's a good yeah. idea I've been saving that one for for a special occasion. When somebody breaks that 250 barrier, you're part of the cream team. The cream team. I like it. Um, I dig that. Feels good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does feel good. Um, that was that was so much fun. I, I feel like we probably could have gone uh, a lot, a lot. Oh my god. A lot longer. A lot, a lot longer. Jimmy Bob is like trapped. He's trying to make his way longer. out. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's really hard sometimes. I have a lot of accents in my head. Like I told these guys another episode, I had to cut it out. Uh, every time I locked in, I did a Boston accent for some reason. I was like, I'm locked in. Locked in. Uh, but anyway. Um, yeah, so uh, we had a lot of fun here. We probably could have gone a lot longer, um, especially uh, saying menagerie. But um, any uh, any final messages from you both? Uh, we really enjoyed having you for the first time, Peter, and then for the many times we've had, had you, Ryan. Well, this is yeah. the first time we've had Ryan as a contestant, yeah. so... As a player or a player. So Ryan was just in a different position. We've had him before, but it's just different. Hey, now. The kids. The kids are listening to the show deal. My eyebrows can't stop going up and down after you said that. I keep saying the kids, the kids, and every time I do, it gets dirtier. (laughs) It's our our equivalent of the B-movie YouTube clip when every time someone says B, it goes faster. (laughs) It just gets dirtier. masterpiece in postmodern surrealism. And Peter, uh, invitation's open. If you'd ever like to come play trivia with us uh, on a Monday or Wednesday, let us know, and uh, dinner's on us. Excellent. Any last words, Ryan? Uh, just be nice to each other, and mm-hmm. uh, thanks for listening. Folks. And if you're ever in town, feel free to drop in on a Monday or Wednesday, but dinner's on you. <laughs> <laughs> Completely understandable. No, Ryan, no, 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 no. Ryan, then it would be on me. Ooh. <laughs> we have to come, come like down those, together. Like those sushi places can I go to? <laughs> oh. Can we please play oh. cricket sounds? <laughs> okay, what day are we doing that? No, we got it. We got what he was saying. It just uh, took a second. It took me a second, too. I got it, though. Oh, my God. All right. So, thank you again to our guests. Thank you to all the hosts who are here. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Uh, my name was <laughs> For Nat- the final time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thanks for sticking through that one. Uh, thanks for listening. My name is Matt, and that was Triviality.
You like Bobbles, love? Spare quid, eh? That was Michael Caine. <laughs> she I, was Michael Caine. I, bruv, spare I quid, cocaine. yeah? Who's cocaine? My cocaine. Michael Caine. Blow the bloody doors off. Oh, God. She was only 17. 